We'll just go ahead and see what feels natural. That works. Um, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unbothered by Ty Rivera. As always, we come to you from high atop Ty Rivera Studios, a.k.a. Costa de Bijou. And today, I'm going to introduce you to one of my forever friends in comedy. This person arrived at the comedy store, I believe it was like a month after I had been there. And we were just two comics who didn't know shit and weren't from LA and were waiting on the patio together and became friends. And secretly, I've always hated him, and this would be a good time to finally... Bring that up. Chris Dorn, everybody. You've told me many times. This is not a secret. I thought it was a secret. You've told me many times. That but I thought you thought I was joking. You know, like I was like, I hate you, Chris. But really, like In when I life. say it, I mean, I hate you. I mean, I'm not Thanks. joking or playing. I mean, I hate you. Thank you. And I've kept it in until this episode, and I figured that maybe we could talk it out. And and I still remain <laughs> I fucking un- hate body. you. <laughs> Okay, so I'm fucking Kenny Lyon. That's Uh, where we're going to start this episode. I'm fucking Mr. Kenny Lyon. That's right. That's the rumor going around town. (laughs) (laughs) The town hussies letting everybody know what's going on. I have the town hussy all of a sudden. And the silliness of that whole situation for me is... There's the people who know like exactly what me and Kenny are, so they're making me laugh on the thread too when people are like Kenny mentioned this on Facebook because like Caesar Lazardo, because Kenny did get molested by his brother. He's very open about it in his set, and he's talked about it before. So when he said maybe you shouldn't call him a little brother if you don't want people thinking you're trying to fuck him or whatever, <laughs> like. Those are garage guys, you know, like we go to the garage open mic on Saturdays together. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so they're my, like, I consider them actual friends, even though, like, I know everybody to different degrees and I don't necessarily hang out at people's houses or that kind of stuff. But there are other comics and I consider them friends. And we're always at garage, like, garage is the kind of place you go because you love doing stand-up. That's it, And it's a good atmosphere for stand-ups. But if you don't love stand-up you're probably not going to just love the garage. Yeah. You know, if an audience member could possibly love it just because, like, if you really love comedy, it's a good place to go for it. Is that it. the same one been going on for years? No. That's, uh, I think it's Garage Comedy, yeah, with Paul Danke, and yeah. those are my friends. I like them, too, but I haven't been on their show in a long time. I don't even know if they still have it, even though it was really successful, so I'm pretty sure they still do. But I love them. I, that's Cornell and them, and I wish them well every time I see them. I really do like them. You know, Sean Green, Cornell, uh, Paul Danke, and they're all like a crew. Bubba Sparks. Bubba Shout out Sparks. to Eminem. <laughs> Cypress Hill. <laughs> Cypress Hill comes through and gets down on the open mic. Be real, got a hot five, he comes out. Sometimes he runs the light. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, the way that sometimes people just do comedy, sometimes you do, like, you know... Paul Mayer hangs... Paul Mayer. John Mayer. (laughs) Paul Mayer. (laughs) John Mayer hangs out at the comedy store every once in a while. And, you know, like... I've seen him judge roast battle. Yeah. 
And there's the different people that, you know, like stand up to different degrees and want to kind of do it or like, you know, mess around. Like John Mayer has messed around, not in a long time that I've heard of, but back in the day he would, you know, get on the mic and try some shit out. That's cool. So, but, you know, this whole situation, here's the deal. I don't want to fuck anybody on the L.A. scene. There's nobody I want to fuck, like, comic-wise. There's not... And especially, like, the straight guys, like Kenny or... I mean, I've had fucking Connor McSpadden in my apartment. So you're saying there's a chance. With Kenny? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm say- not saying there's no chance never with nobody. I mean, like, that was terrible, the way that was phrased. But you guys know what I'm saying. No, I'm, I'm very, from Arizona. I'm very bothered education. right now. I'm- why are you bothered? No, I'm just kidding. Because you're hearing about me with other dudes? Yeah, it's jealousing me up. Because that's the new homophobia. That's what I wanted to talk about with the Kenny situation. Is that's the way people can get away with homophobia still, is by accusing your friends of being gay and making it seem like people, if they hang out with you, then that makes them gay. Yeah. Like we were talking about it a bit earlier. Is um, that new or is that old? I think that's kind of old. I mean, no, but it's the new, like, where it's still. Kind of acceptable in a way. You know what I mean? Like, it's not considered outright homophobia sometimes. People are more willing to just be like, oh, that's... And then there's also what bothers me is the the same social justice warriors that try to argue with me or tell me what it is I'm supposed to think and stuff like that. They'll know that stuff like this is happening on the scene and they'll still not step in and be like... So if it's wrong for them to do it to anybody else, wouldn't it be wrong for them to do it to me? And wouldn't somebody... Would you think somebody would be like, "Eh, that's gross. Why would you say that about Tyra Bear and Kenny? They're obviously just friends. That's right. Nobody does. Nobody steps it up like that. Yeah. I certainly haven't. I'm staying away from that shit. Well, because all of my friends have lives. (laughs) You know what I mean? But 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 it's so ridiculous. That's why. Yeah, but I'm saying the social justice warrior type. You know what I mean? Like, if you're so about everybody being treated the right way, why is it suddenly... I'm getting mistreated and everybody's like, oh, cool. Ty Rivera deserves it. He has opinions we don't but like. But with you and, and probably with anybody else like that, it probably gets brushed brushed under like that, you know? With anybody in that same situation getting accused. Because, you know, gay dudes that hang out with straight dudes, you know, you're getting accused of it or there's rumors that will go around, you know? That's just, that's just how it is. Yeah, but... It's just how it is in that scenario. You're going to get, like, my homies will make fun of me for fucking kicking it with you, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I remember that would happen when I would go stay at your house in the mm-hmm. Bay, especially until everybody really knew me. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he paying rent, Chris? Is he paying yeah, rent? Yeah, yeah. I remember rent. Rob. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay rent, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, fucking, it, it's... That's it. That's just the way it is. Yeah, and You're then going to get made fun of, but it's not real. At least in the Bay, it's not real like that. It's just, you know, that's accepted out there, really. Yeah, I don't. I but it's such an old school. Like what I mean by like the new homophobia is, it's like people think that it's still all right to do it, but it's always people that are kind of outdated in their thinking all the way around. And they they pretend to be progressive and they talk about like, you know, what a terrible person I am for some of the things I'm saying. And then they go for like old school moves like that. But like, you know, to them, it's like a new, like, oh, I'm going to get around calling this person gay by just calling everybody that talks to him gay, you know? So it's yeah. that old man, like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but this is like the new version to me. And I've seen it happen quite a bit is the reason I say it, because it happens kind of a lot with me if if somebody feels like I'm spending too much time with somebody that they really want to hang out with. And a lot of times it's like, you know, 
like bro crush type of shit you know what i mean but it's like they're jealous because i'm hanging out with a particular person like one of the things that somebody said about kenny was that i hang out with him because he sucks and like uh, something like or he sucks so he must be sucking my dick or something like that and it was like uh and that i know that i'm funnier than kenny lyon like somebody said that like i think kenny lyon is so funny that's the reason i hang out with him I don't feel any kind of, and we're so different. I don't feel any kind of competition towards him or like, you know, but like everything I think about Kenny and his comedy is actually good. Yeah. That's the reason I hang out. That's the reason I put time into him. That's the reason I try to like guide him a little bit is because I really do love, you know, Kenny Lyon. I think he's such a. Yeah. And you know, he's a human being. He's cool. He's nice. He's, he's, he's a good dude. He's just out there. Yeah. And sometimes he rubs people the wrong way or says, and this is all shit I would say directly to him. And I've said it before. You know what I mean? He knows. I just don't harp on him about it. But like, you know, I think Kenny, when he cleans up his whole act, figures his little shit out, he's going to be fucking huge. He's going to be great. So I'm definitely not hanging out with him because I think he sucks in there. You know what I mean? Like it's a, that, that would never. You heard work it here first, guys. Ty is sucking the right dick. <laughs> Finally, he started early. <laughs> In 10 years, man, cha-ching, Kenny Lyon's going to get that Comedy Central deal, and Ty Rivera. Then I'll wish I had made him give it up to me so I could hold that over him, you know what I mean? It's going to be Liberace and Scott. (laughs) Oh, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking awesome. No, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know Kenny that well. I know him... From the last couple of days, I've known him online just in, through what you say and stuff. But, uh, dude, I don't know. I don't know you to be uh, vouching for people and hanging with people that aren't that aren't good. Yeah, I don't like hanging out with people that aren't funny. I just don't. like. And a lot of the people that I hang out with, like some people will look at them and be like, you know, they're not funny in their opinion. And sometimes I get why, you know, comedy is different, like it's subjective. So some people genuinely might not think these people are funny, but like, I usually notice something that, yeah, you're right. It might not be funny to you, but it's definitely funny to certain audiences. I've seen it work. And I know that if this person puts in the time and they actually hone it, that it's going to be good. So I will treat them with certain respect because, and especially if I see them out at the spots and doing stuff, like for me, it's not like a matter of time for me to consider somebody an actual comic. It's like the work they're putting in and how serious they look when they're around. Yeah. You know, like that's what, what a lot of times will make me respect people. See, and I think people that don't know you should, they know that about you. Like that's one thing people know that about you. People know that, People know what your work ethic is, even if they hate you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, whenever somebody has a ridiculous rumor like fucking Ty fucking Kenny Lyon, I don't think it has any traction because even the people that don't know you know how you roll. No, you know? Yeah, and I won't mention a name on this because, like, I don't think there's a reason to mention a name because uh, it's not, for me, it's not even personal like that. Um, it's just what's what happened over the last week, you know? Like, people kept asking me who it was that, you know, I fucking had to stop myself from hitting at fucking Lexington. And, like, 
That person doesn't matter. <laughs> what matters was the fucking situation is just leave me alone. I'm really just trying to work out my stuff. And if we don't like each other, we don't have to be around each other. But don't fucking yell shit every time I'm fucking around, you know? And that's happened the last two times I've seen this person now. And it's like, I'm not your wife. I'm not your girlfriend. I'm not someone for you to yell at or whatever. And if you are going to yell at me, then the way that usually gets handled is somebody just gets hit or you just get in a fight and then it's done. But we're not going to argue every time we see each other like Atlanta Housewives or something. Bullshit. yeah. Yeah, it's like, just be, why don't we just both be grown-ups and be able to be in the same spot and completely not fuck with each other? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be catty with you looking at you crazy because I don't do that to people. Because you don't when I give don't, a fuck about them. Yeah, when I don't like people, I don't, like give people, a I don't fuck. think... I'm here to do my work. Yeah. Already, yeah, that's yeah. We don't have to interact at all. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's what it was about. That's why I don't think it's important to mention a name or anything, because this person seems to have very personal feelings, because he's the same person that's now saying that I'm fucking Kenny, and this person seems to have reasons to kind of hate me or try to, like, have me in his world or whatever. I also heard that he direct messaged somebody about it. I heard that one uh, the other night when I was at one of the spots. The, uh, a mic, a guy approached me and was like, hey, what's going on with you and so-and-so? And I was like, nothing should be going on with us. Like, the other night, you know, like, just leave that alone. Like, you don't like me. I don't care either way about you. It's not like an act of not liking. It's just you're not the kind of person I hang out with. I mean, like, I like comics that are really trying to work on their shit and just be about it, you know? People get caught up in feelings because you prove, you you say a lot of truth and people don't like hearing it. When you don't want to hear truth, it makes you angry, man. That's the next emotion. Yeah, so you but don't want to hear the truth. Your next emotion is then. Anger. Don't it inspire me to say anything at all from now on, just by not talking to me, because I'm not going to keep going at you. You know what but I mean? You like don't once, realize that shit though. But once I tell somebody something one time, once I've actually gone off on somebody, if we don't like patch up at that point, or just like you know, basically agree to disagree. There's no, there's no other option there. There's no, like you know, let's not argue every time we see each other. Like even address each other. Yeah. Like you know. What the person got mad about was they were trying to tell a story and, um, you know, I had told Kenny and Jeff Carasales were were with me and I consider both of them good friends. But the way I work is like I like to hit as many spots as possible, you know, and sometimes I have to be working on stuff for my podcast or like trying to figure stuff out like that. So lately my my time is a lot more valuable because it seems like there's less of it for going to mic. So when I'm going to go to spots, I want to hit as many as possible. And sometimes it's about kind of special things, you know, like um Last week I had told Stephen Moreno that I'd be at his show and then it seemed like he was kind of bummed on the message he sent me when he said people had bailed so it wasn't going to be a show but it was going to be an open mic instead and that we were going to, um, that I could, you know, get whatever spot I want since I was actually supposed to be booked but then they had to change it back to an open mic. And I know these things happen so I was like, I'll definitely be there. And then Jamie's thing was at 10, you know, because Jamie Flam, who I really like um, and has been, was very good to me while he was like, you know, I don't remember his exact title, but it was like talent coordinator, talent booker for um, improv. And I know... Hollywood improv. And I know that, you know, like I mentioned it on stage, like I know that probably Jamie doesn't agree with a lot of what he sees on my Facebook and stuff like that, but he's never held it against me and he's always booked me or given me spots and as much as he could, you know what I mean? Because it's not like he can book anybody all the time, like he discussed that on his last night, but he was always encouraging of me. 
So I wanted to be there, like, on a way, like, you know, say thank you and show some respect to his last night, you know, doing yeah. that particular. And that mic has been good for me. Like, the guy that runs it, Ken Gar, has always been good the way he puts me up. And, like, you know, I like Avery and I like Jeffrey Baldinger. And so I really wanted to be there. And so before I even saw that person, when, you know, I was just talking to Kenny and Jeff, I was like, I'm going to get out of here now. Because I knew that I had to get to the first spot by a certain time and the second spot in order to get to the second spot like I needed to. And so my thing with people when they ride with me is if you're going to ride with me, you're either ready to go when I go or you can just stay there. And there's no hard feelings and I'm not mad at you and it's not like I'm punishing you. Just I need to go. You know, that's the only way that my life will actually work. work. Yeah. And so so I told them that we were going to leave. So Jeff was like, let me pay my tab. And then... um, I'll go ahead and get out of here. And I was like, cool, I got to pee anyway. So I went to go pee. I come back out. Um, That person is trying to talk to Jeff and Kenny. But, you know, like I see Jeff has already paid his thing. I see him get his card back and stuff like that as I'm coming out. And then, you know, Kenny's on the other side of the rail. So he's kind of ready to go anyway, like the rail, like to leave, you know. And so... um, I'm like, I was like, all right, you guys, I'm going to get out of here. And then I start walking. And then he, that other person is saying like, you guys are going to listen to this story. I need you guys to listen to this story. None of that's my business. I'm just getting out of here. You know what I mean? And I didn't say anything like that. I just told them the one time you guys, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. And I went to walk and then I heard Kenny like, yeah, I got to get out of here. And uh, he was trying to tell them they were going to listen to that story. And I was just, you know, continuing to walk. And then uh, I hear Jeff say, like, you know, I got to go. And then he was like, uh, he was like, oh, your tie's bitch. And like, that doesn't affect me if you say that to Jeff. You know what I mean? So I wasn't feeling any kind of feelings about that. I was like, oh, he told him. You know what I mean? (laughs) But I knew that wasn't the case. It's just me and Jeff were going to go to the next spot. And we had like ridden there together. And that was the plan to begin with. You know what I mean? They were supposed to go with me from the beginning. All right. I got to get these mics in. (laughs) Yeah. And so me and Jeff, and Jeff was going to do a spot at this other place, the M bar that we were on the way to. So yeah, he's ready to go, you know? Yeah. And I am his ride and we're getting out of there. And so, um, then he says that and then uh jeff is like yeah ties my ties my ride he just says it like that you know what i mean and then uh then all of a sudden i hear him say yeah and ty rivera sucks dick and it's like as i'm walking and that night it just did fucking piss me off because it was like the last time i saw him he flipped me off right near my face you know and it wasn't literally right in my face but it was right near my face and after a while it just gets like Let's not do this. Better put some respect on my name. <laughs> <laughs> respect on my name. <laughs> no, really, though. It's, it, it is that... Uh, I didn't even think of it like that, though. The undercover homophobia where you could get away with it. Yeah. I didn't think of it like that. I just thought it was just like, that's just what it is. But that's what I, yeah, that's what people think, you know? But you're right, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and also try to fucking, like, make your other issues. Like, people have a lot of issues with me. You know, people always want to tell me how I'm supposed to think. And it's like, why are you, why do you think I need you for I that? I don't understand why you, people can't let you just be. Like, this is, this is who you are. You bring up valid points. I don't agree with everything you say, but you bring up valid enough points for me to leave you the fuck alone about it. None of my friends agree with everything I say. And why I don't argue. I don't need why that sit fucking. Why argue? Yeah. 
And plus, you know? like you've talked to me and like, you know, let me know your point of view of things. And I'm not arguing with you about anything. I'm not get day, fucking... We both want the same shit for the world and like you're not <laughs> Yeah, well we all want it to be better you're or not like no fucking, you know Yeah. Shithead to people. You're not trying to trying to uh destroy anything. So yeah, and so that's why I got so frustrated because, like, for me, it does get very, like, in a way, it's not, and it's, I'm not ever trying to be, like, the tough guy guy. That's not, or tough guy thing. That's not my thing. Like, my thing is just, I really want to be left alone. And I've had people try to bully me a lot in my life. So I do get extra aggressive when people play that, or try to play that role with me because it's like, no, we're not going to do that. I've seen that happen. I've seen the way that goes down, and that's not what I'm doing. You know, I've seen people get punked repeatedly and I'm just like, how can you live your life like that? Why don't you just one day do something about it? Say something, you know, if it has yeah. turned into a fight, that's just what it does. But like, you know, like you can't just punk people out every time you see them. But like I resolved in my head that that person just doesn't exist at all anymore. So like, I don't care what they say or what. It's just I'm not. Tuning That's in, you in handle anyway. it. That's you I just wanted it. to address the Kenny thing because, like, it does bother me that people go with that fucking. Oh, that's your thing. You're gonna accuse him of being gay so that he won't want to hang out with me. That's so stupid. <laughs> and it's dumb. yeah, it's, uh, but it's are, evolved. The fucking. I remember when you evolved. were fucking afraid to yeah. come in my place because you didn't want to be considered with me. That's it, dude. 2003, 2004? Yeah, yeah, probably 2004. You know what? But I was, uh, I changed, like, it was high school that did that to me, man, because I had a fucking drama teacher that that was a uh, homosexual, homosexual, I wanted to pronounce it right. I'm in your home, so, you know, a homosexual. And uh, <laughs> he brought me to the light, bro. He showed me. He showed me it's okay. It's okay to be friends with the gays. Yeah, but then you were still homophobic when we became. Hey, man. When it's we not started, hey, yeah, you still had that little bit of homophobia where you uh, wouldn't come in my my house with me because you didn't want my roommates to think we were fucking. And I was like, I wouldn't fuck you. I know. You're like, <laughs> what makes you think I'd want to fuck you? <laughs> <coughs> It's true, though. I was not trying to, like, it was like... Oh, man. I'll just wait out here, bro. I'll just wait out. Motherfucker, come inside. (laughs) Just fucking come inside, stupid ass. You saw my ex-boyfriend. He's a fucking Adonis compared to you. Remember what we talked about? (laughs) Well, we mentioned him earlier. That fucking ex-boyfriend. Hilarious. Still gives me thoughts. Shout out to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Oh, Roscoe's <laughs> Dick and Waffles. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Yeah, you knew that. That was a boyfriend that yeah, dude, inspired even, some of the AIDS material. I got shit, shit on by my roommate, a bunch of comics, too, when we were homies. But, um, yeah, dude, I was still there. I was still, I don't know, learning about all that shit, I guess, getting more comfortable with that shit not caring you know now i don't give a fuck people say that shit and it's so old now well because i've taken you to the worst places like we've gone underwear shopping in the castro oh my god you're my lesbian bodyguard that was 
Fucking <laughs> disgusting. I how do you talk me into that? What is that, dude? What like what? Because we're out running errands Just and come on, Sterling. Well, you know I don't know the city, and I'm terrible with public transportation. Like I'm so fucking scared and nervous in public transportation, and it's not that I'm scared and nervous of the people at all. I just suck at reading a key. That's what it's called, right? The yeah. like the map or whatever or the things that yeah, tells yeah, you the yeah. lines. I suck at that. I don't know where I'm going. Come I'm like, on. Oh, like you know, you've had to tell me exactly the way to get from Bart Station in Coliseum to the airport. Yeah, it's SFO because I just don't. I'm like, is that east? Is it west? Is it? Your whatever. people stare in a different way. It's not fun. All right, it's different. All right, they give you this look. Sometimes it's just scary. All right, you mean the gaze? Yeah. The eye contact the is a uh, is a big thing with you guys. You know, I give the most respectful eye contact, and I know it. People really respond to my eye contact on the streets. That's the way life works for me. That's how you got me to go underwear shopping with you, bro. You're so stupid. That's how you got me to go underwear shopping. Come on, story. But it is like my eye contact game is on point. People don't take me as aggressive. I get a lot of smiles during the day. The way I fucking approach <laughs> life, <laughs> people. Yeah, that's one thing I can say. I'm not some asshole walking down the street. <laughs> yeah, man. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, all through here and, you know, like, yeah, my eye contact game. It does work. On point. It does work. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, like, that's what a lot of these people don't get is people try to make it seem like I'm a way that I'm not sometimes. And it, that part does get frustrating sometimes. Yeah, people really try to break you out to be this hateful this hateful person. Like, you're, you're hateful or racist. And that's there. Like I say hateful shit and I fucking can be an asshole and I'm I fucking troll on shit and but like even my trolls a lot of times are just like, you know, one most of the time when I get into it with somebody like here's one thing that got was annoying the other night on Facebook is somebody hit me up I commented on a friend's post and then somebody else jumps in there and me and this person have already been through it like 2 weeks ago or whatever like that. And I kind of demolished him on his own points, and it was just on his own points. And he was trying to turn it into different things, and it was like, no, that's not what it was. It just, you know, like, you went personal, and so then I showed you my version of going personal, and then you acted like I was an asshole and I needed a hug. And it was like, no, you're the one that first went there. Yeah, I was yeah. fine to argue what we were talking about. Then you tried to let loose on me, and I was better at it. And then you played victim and acted like, you know, oh, you must need a hug. You're like, this must that be sad for around. you. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, no, you're the one that took it there. But then, so, okay, so you got your feelings hurt, <laughs> like, move on, just get it. You know what I mean? Like, you got your feelings hurt. That's it. That's all that happened. Um, and then I comment on another friend's post, and... I always make sure to not comment on people's threads unless that's what I mean, like their sub-thread, you know what I mean? Or like I want to talk to that person. So if I just post, that means I'm talking to the person that posted the thing. Yeah. So that's what I did was just post like my own regular. And then this other person tries to like, you know, start an argument. And I was like, I stand by my statements. You know what I mean? I don't really... Like, I was honest with them. I was like, I don't really like your thinking, so I don't talk to you like that. You know what I mean? I, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to my friend. And that's because that's the way I feel about certain people, and I think that's a grown-up way to handle things. Like, you don't like my thinking. I don't like yours. Why should we debate and argue if one of us isn't in, interested in debating or arguing? 
Yeah, nobody can just accept that you feel this way and you're free to feel that way. Yeah, and a lot of times I feel like certain people will never understand because they aren't ethnic or because they aren't gay or because... And they so, didn't deal with the things you dealt with, but that's why you're you and you got to respect that. Then that's the way I feel. And like they can be them and we don't have to argue. Like I saw their, po- their comment on the thread and I didn't choose to engage them or like, you know what I mean? Because I read the other comments because, you know, you don't want to write the same comment somebody already wrote or like, you know, know what I mean so I looked at the other comments and I wasn't trying to engage them like you know they said something opposite of what I said I'm sure um I can't say I remember exactly what that was that they said you know I know they said something but it wasn't particularly noteworthy like that's why I say like their thinking doesn't inspire me in any way the fact that I can't remember what their comment was should tell you where I was on their point of view it's like I really don't care I saw it but I don't know what it was you know like if you're gonna get into it with somebody they're definitely uh, deserving of it, you know, or that they they're engaging you, you know. You don't really, it's you might troll to be funny sometimes to be stupid, but you're you know, it, yeah, you, I definitely you're, you're do. willing to fucking argue with somebody, but you're also willing to listen to to what they got to say and at least uh, you know prove your points to them and, and shit like that. And I don't know, man. People they they. We don't live in a world where you can fucking tell somebody something that they don't want to hear. Yeah, even, and also... Even if it has logical points and they can't accept those logical points, it's like, well, then we're not going to go anywhere with this then. It's just going to go around in circles because you're not going to see anything I'm saying. And it's like, if I'm willing to argue with this, maybe you should hear some of my points. Yeah, it's especially frustrating when it's when it's talented people too or people that are otherwise funny, you know, where you're like... I've seen your stand-up, and you're actually okay and have some potential. So why don't you stop trying to focus on what you think are the wrongs of the world or the way we all should think and focus more on what's the funny angle on this or what's you know silly about it? Because I will post my opinions, but at the same time I'll post just ridiculous stuff like that um, Pink Floyd and the Wall. You know, like... That's like I at the end of the day, I want to have fun with everything. So it's like when these people turn weird about this stuff that, you know, like really shouldn't matter in the comics world. Like I agree in the regular world that stuff matters. So go be an activist or whatever. Or if you're able to mix your activism into like actual jokes and being funny, like one person I've noticed is good at that. And he makes a conscious effort at, at it. And first I thought it was stupid when he said it, when he, cause he was like, I just try to make sure my material is all really woke. I think was a quote, like when I was talking to him and I remember thinking, what a douchebag thing to say. But uh, Long Yu has actually turned, like, you know, his more SJW side yeah, into yeah, yeah. something actually funny. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he also, like, when we had the conversation, when I had him on the po- podcast, we had a good conversation. So to me, even though at that time maybe he was still more regular person, so he had feelings, yeah. like, his obvious way of going at it is still as a comic. You know what I mean? So it's just something that maybe he'll grow out of or that's, like, you know... Because he's written some good material. <laughs> hey, man. It's the best way to go about it as a comic, you know? Yeah, and it's the best way for me to, like, you know, laugh or learn things or see things people say is if they make me laugh, you know, especially as a comic, then later on I'll think about it and be yeah, like, yeah, that's interesting. And you might not even accept it, but at least you 
will respect. Well, I fully do accept it. I fully accept that that's the way that they think and that's the way they feel. And I'm not at all uncomfortable with that. And that doesn't have to threaten my thinking. No, and you don't got to be mad. Yeah, I don't. I'm not Why? mad at all. Yeah, you're your own individual. They're their own individual. I don't understand, especially with comics. I don't understand why they get so so mad at words and th- and this and that. Yeah, like my friend Aston Wallace, like he's gone to like you know, I would say the majority of the marches and the stuff that they've been doing. But Aston is like a very genuine person, and I like Aston a lot. He's been on the podcast too, mm-hmm. um, and he's just like you know, activisty and believes in that. That stuff and yeah. like you know for me it's fun and I respect it because it's like you know Aston is in his activism you know like I even told him one day because like they were planning to go on to go to the women's march and I just looked at him and I was I wasn't being shady at all I was just like you love going on a march <laughs> 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 Katrina Davis was back there we were at the Lexington and all of us started laughing and then like two days ago there was a picture of him with like an American flag waving in front of him and he like you know it was he posted it Late, it was like from actually a couple of weeks back, one of the marches or whatever. And uh, when I saw it, I just instantly liked it because I was like, "Yep, that's what Aston does. He, he's a, a marcher, an organizer, a, you know, activist." That's good, man. Yeah, but I respect it, even though, like, technically, you know, that's not all stuff that I'm for or whatever, because I like Aston and because I respect, you know, his thinking and how he thinks that that's, you know, his version of making the world better, then, and he's doing it. So why am I going to hate on that or have any kind of bad feelings about that? People that you get under their skin, though, that's the thing. Like, you do say valid, sh- that's why people get mad at you, because you do say valid shit that, that people, and, and, I mean, you might say some shit in an outrageous way, and they can't take it. They just can't take it, man. They can't process it. But to me, like, a lot of times when people think I'm being particularly outrageous, I really am, to me, being funny. Like, I post something, and I'm like, you know, the people that get me, and I know that that's hitting right with the right people, because, like, the people that I'm friends with, you know, like, if you notice T-Rex is on my, uh, Todd, you know, uh, T-Rex is on my friends, and, like, you know, we interact quite a bit back and forth and like he posts plenty of stuff that like isn't my thinking yeah but i never feel like trolling him and i never and sometimes he'll go hard on trump or you know whatever he's saying but i don't feel like i need to jump in and like oh this is the way t-rex needs to think no t-rex is a grown man yeah he makes shit work for himself and he pays his bills and you know he has every right to his opinion so how am i going to jump in and tell him anything that's his page and then he'll like you know LOL at some of my stupidity because sometimes when people are really funny they'll just say shit that is just funny so you have to like it as a comic I mean like you know hit the like button because it's not about like again feelings it's like that was just a good joke or that's just yeah, silly you, you know, know what? I'm sure you could say the same about your your posts too and, and like you both have that attitude toward each other and you guys are good friends yeah you know and you've probably learned a couple things along the way moving on it, you just got to accept that but people want to be separate man they want a war they want they want this invisible i don't know what the media or what is telling you that you have to fight with someone but you just don't you just at the end of the day you don't have to fight man but and my thing is like okay 
let's take different like you know situations or or like you know where people are throwing the stats at you and then you have other people like because people always tell me like my thinking or like the way I come to my conclusions in a lot of cases is anecdotal which is actually living life and seeing what people are like rather than going by what the statistics and the numbers are so why don't why can't we take the two of those experiences and kind of try to figure out what's going on from there and hammer that out as friends rather than setting a situation up where we have to be enemies and still try to figure out different sides of the same problem? You would think that people would see that as logical. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, you're right. And I'm right. Mm -hmm. So let's figure out why that is. Let's figure out where the, where the discrepancy is happening, you know, and let's both be honest about our side and figure out like, you know, with me being gay, like sometimes I notice that's why I try to be as informational and patient with people as I can be, even though sometimes the same questions do get on your nerves or whatever. But if you can educate somebody a little bit more and get, let them see a different side of something, then you've helped out more than the person that's going to scream. Yeah. You know, because people don't learn when you're screaming at them and calling them stupid. But people don't mind learning from you or listening to you if you are polite with them and actually treat them like they have some sense. Yeah. I think, it, I think it's like your generation's gays that made that happen and people don't give the it, it's these new whiny people that like far left whine you whine, know what whine. honestly it was well before my generation really it was the stonewall fags that really set it off but no <laughs> stonewall fags really just fucking <laughs> but no not not that queen threw her shoe and it I'm was saying, on i'm saying that like from when we from when i met you you know, our high school experiences and shit like that. I mean, you're not that much older than me. You're not that much older than me, but you're older. Anyway, uh, similar, right? Similar experiences in high school and shit like that. Tyra Vera's looking at me right now like he wants to kill me. Because <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> you're not that much older. You're not that much older. Dude, so... um. We had similar experiences, but you look now like I got I got family, gay gay cousins and stuff that like didn't have that experience in high school. Maybe a little bit of bullying, but it wasn't as terrible. It wasn't as terrible as what you went through, and it wasn't as terrible as like when I was younger. Like like I said, man, I was just a kid in my own environment, like making fun. You know, just thought the gay straight alliance at my school. Ooh, hoo, hoo, he's in the gay straight alliance. You know, making fun like that. Yeah, but that's just. A dumb kid that doesn't know the world yet, you know? But there's less and less of that all the time. And that's why I sometimes get mad at the people that try to really push it. Because I'm like, if you notice, we're evolving to that anyway. Yeah. Like everybody, like you talk to young kids about this stuff. So let it naturally happen. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, the older people that need to get it and figure it out with each other. Yeah, that can be helpful and, ben for, and beneficial. But like, how about you guys try talking to each other like adults to figure it out? Because obviously whatever's happening is going to continue to happen. Mm -hmm. They're going to continue to be gay people. They're going to continue to be black people. They're going to continue to be like every, we're all going to continue to be living in this country. So when we do have a problem, why can't we somewhat talk it out? 
And yeah, not make someone feel stupid like the for instance like with the trans people, if someone makes a mistake and says he when they should have said she or just the mistakes that you make when they, it's not part of your world and you're trying to be cool and you're trying to accept, but then the people make you feel stupid and it's like, well, fuck you then. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know? that happens it's a like, lot. Yeah, and I try to like, warn make, people. Yeah, don't make me feel stupid. Just like try to, you know, try to talk to me. Yeah, I'm ignorant, all right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know this this world. Well, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with saying that. There's nothing wrong with saying that about anything or anyone, you know, and that's how you get to know people. And, yeah, you're going to fuck up and say some stupid things, but you're learning. But that smug kind of, like, treat you like you're a teenager and the parent doesn't understand, you know, like that kind of just smugness, that's that's not going to get anybody to be on your side or or to want to learn, you know, if you're you're just cool and... (laughs) You know, it doesn't at all. Yeah, it doesn't change minds at all to be like a, a fucking douchebag because then that's all people think about you. They don't even. <laughs> and then you want to now they don't want to even be they don't want to learn it. Now. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, they, you, now they relate to the, to the situ the one situation they had with with a trans person as like, oh, they're douchebags. Yeah, now, you know, like it's just in their head. And the fact that everybody has to have so many titles now, you know, like I have a friend who, you know would be referred to as a white cisgender male. And because he's a white cisgender male, he doesn't feel comfortable talking to anybody right now. What is that? What does that mean? Cisgender, that's what you are too. That's when your brain agrees with what your genitals say or your, you know, your... Oh, when you're just straight? Yeah. and straight, but you have to say cisgender? Well, straight and... Because you can be straight and trans. Oh, oh. You know what I mean? No. No, a lot of people don't, and there's nothing wrong with not knowing. I'm not a scientist, Ty, all right? You know, as people... That's the way most people feel. I didn't go to college either. I just know these fucking... I don't know these, uh, whatever they're called, situations, configurations. Yeah, I mean, like, I just met him coming up through the years and, like, you know, was always willing to accept and respect. It's just with me, like, sometimes I'll get new people, especially, like, because people think I don't like trans people. No, I don't like the trans comics on the scene. Yeah. Because I've known a lot of trans people, and we're always cool with each other, and I'm one of the people that they're completely open with. That's why I know so much, because they'll really tell me everything. Like, some of my best friends, like, Bear, I mean, like, I haven't talked to him in a while because he's doing this weird thing with his phone where he doesn't have a phone, and that's kind of getting on my nerves, really. Well, dude, the you taught me a lot about trans people just by kicking it with you, and you, you know, your history just and you with Jeffrey J. Yeah, and Jeffrey J. Shout out to Jeffrey J. Man, one of the coolest trans people I ever met. Yeah, like, Jeffrey J. Got it figured out. I was ignorant and stupid, and I, I kept saying, "Forgive me, man," but I got questions. You know, I, I you know, and. He's cool. That's one of the reasons I respect Jeffrey J so much because he's willing to have a sense of humor about himself and he's willing to answer questions. And in the end, if you watch the way people interact with Jeffrey J, even though people will have questions and want to know things, people are not disrespectful with him. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I think he knew that I was really genuinely asking. I said, I got questions. I do, you know? Yeah. You know, and... Uh, and it right away helps people at least, like, even if in the end they don't understand it. Because there's a lot of shit I don't understand, you know? I've had friends that were trans, dated other trans, 
Um, but it was like opposite. You know what I mean? Like I had um, a friend, one of the first times I enter, encountered that, it was like a female, male to female was my friend, Lisa. And um, she was dating a female to male. So like in a in a sense, one of my other trans friends, I did a joke about it, so I don't want to do the joke here or whatever. But really the joke is uh, one time one of my friends asked me, she was like, she was a trans as well. And she was like, baby, if Lisa's technically a man and Nick is technically a woman, does that mean they're in a heterosexual relationship? And I thought about it and I was like, well, I guess that does it's miss so-and-so. And then she was like, she was like, no, baby, that makes them doing some fucked up faggot shit worse than any of us, really. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. You know, and, but it's like it was a lot to wrap your head around. But yeah, I guess in a sense that would be a heterosexual relationship, even if you were respecting both of the identities that they or Chosen identities now, or however you would phrase that. Know. Like even I sometimes don't know how to in phrase. Your brain is going to make you go through those drastic steps to change your body and and to go through an operation and to do all this stuff. Then maybe you got to sit there and say, "This is who they think they are. Yeah. This is who they think they are." So respect that. I respect it. I do. You know, it's or like, if uh, they want to say it that way, this is who they know they are. But yeah, this is their truth. Yes. Thank you. That's that's the more respectful way to say it. And see yeah. right there, I just was ignorant because that's I don't. I, that's the way to say it. I said it the fucked up way, and I would probably get attacked by somebody or like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I, that's I'll where get, I don't think there's any way I'll get to told real that I'm stupid and shit. But I don't. You know, I didn't mean to. Yeah, be. that's where I don't think there's any room for that or any reason for that. Like you know, and I know, like, cause the the way we've been friends, you know, I know how respectful you are. I know how respectful all of my friends are. That's what gets me about some of these people when they're... And especially when people want to tell me how homophobic everything is and how racist everything is. It's like, I'm in this country a lot. I travel a lot. And people are nice to me. And I am obviously gay everywhere I go. I don't think anybody, unless they're living in Iraq, wouldn't recognize me as a gay man. Yeah. That's... uh. That's very true. You know, the way I carry myself, the way I talk, the, listen to this voice. The way she talks, the way she walks. Yeah, dude. You're a fag. I fucking hate America's you. favorite at that. <laughs> That's what I am. At that. Yeah. I am America's favorite fag. No, but you're right. It, it's um, You don't get in any confrontation with anybody, and people might not agree with, with you in these rednecky towns like you do and shit, but... I don't know. You fucking get along with everybody. Yeah, they're respectful with me. They shake my yeah. hand. People will buy a CD if I'm selling them. Right now I am selling my CDs. I'm raising money for a project. And I promise I'm also going to give some of the money to charity. So if you get a chance, buy a Ty Rivera CD off of me. Hit me up. That's TyRivera.com. Uh, TyRivera.com. Or America's Favorite Fag.com. You can find them on Grinder at 6969. I love... <laughs> I don't have a name on. I'm traveling on Grinder. Okay, that's what my headline says. It says traveling. One hundred and one. I love cock. Ty Rivera. <sighs> you know, hey, I'm feeling like our friendship is kind of ending. It's always. It's always been. It's always been on the rocks. I'm sad. Are you? Are you going? Are you getting? Down? Don't shed on me again. Because I feel like. Our friendship is over. Well, don't be too sad. 
All right. Maybe it'll be like a weight lifted off your chest. I already feel one lifted off mine. <sighs> you know, I really don't like you, and I'm Tyra- going to tell you why I don't like you. Tyra Vera has clowned my boobs since the day I met him, and it was a long time ago. And I body shame you he body for years me. now, but you've also called me a fag for years now too. Yeah, that's and true. cock boy, and there's like a lot of names that you boy. have. Cock boy, your cock has boy. always been like, you what's up, cock, cock boy? You love <laughs> the cock. You're cock boy, bro. <laughs> that's hey, like a regular Chris answering the phone for me. What's up, cock boy? <laughs> you do say it fast like that. What's up, cock boy? Hey, what's up, cock boy? <laughs> Damn. No, dude, I've uh. I've learned a lot from your crap, man. You say a lot of shit. I've learned a lot from it, dude. It's good. Thank you, but really, I'm just trying to make it so, you know, I have good friendships and people that actually know me. Yeah, people need to know you're not a malicious dude. You're not. You say some shit, but people piss you off, and a lot of the time, it's like, well, you were asking for it, man. You're over here fucking... You know, a, a person's lot of the never time, asking for it, you know Chris. Ah, oh, shut up. Yeah, they are. Fuck yeah, they <laughs> Sometimes are. Sometimes they are. Fuck yeah. yeah, when it comes to a fucking argument, Dude, yeah, this, it's like you're asking for it. This new world right of, of I'm a victim, I'm a victim. Anything I can do to, to grab and claw at being a victim, it, and it's like... Why? And You're not getting anywhere by doing that. And sometimes I feel like, look, I don't even want to get that deep with you. I just made a quick comment to my friend, and that's all I'm doing. I'm not trying to get too deep. Too deep. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to, Shout out to Pam, lady. the Rito lady. She made us some, uh, what's it called tonight? She made tonight? some green chili. She made some. Uh, uh, what was it? It was chili arellanos, but she used the um, egg roll paper. Yeah. Oh, or egg roll uh, wrap. And she smothered the green chili over it. Oh. Yeah. Bomb, man. If you guys want, you could check that out, drobox.com. It should be archived. I don't remember cooking with burrito lady or something like Drone that. Drone box? Drome, D-R-O-M as in Mary, E as in Edward, B-O-X.com. Nice. M as in Mary, E as in Edward, dot com. Box.com. <laughs> Drome, yeah. <laughs> you always forget the box. <laughs> you, you really put the gang. In gay. I hate when you do that, and I also hate when you do uh, that I can't listen to Back in the Saddle again, or Back in the Saddle. He's gay. <laughs> He's gay in the saddle again. How many boyfriends of mine have you met? Two? Um, boyfriends are just like... <laughs> <laughs> There was Ernest P. Worrell. Oh, no. Ernest P. Worrell. And he did look like Ernest P. Worrell. Ew. (laughs) There was Ernest P. Worrell. There was a... Ernest P. Worrell had a huge... He had a big old fucking redneck (laughs) cock. He had one of them fucking yokels. (laughs) Disgusting. It was a local yokel. (laughs) The yokel, the yokel local that put Ty in a chokehold. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Ernest V. World. I always forget him. You know what bothers me about Ernest V. World is when I make it, he'll be like in Enquirer telling dirty stories about me. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You're right, dude. <laughs> Ernest P. World. There was a. Uh, Roscoe's. Roscoe's. Um, I think that's it, dude. No, no, no. Then I never met your husband. 
or your uh, fiance gay? <laughs> Never met him. That was such a fucking mess. It was so fast and so. That's like, when we were separated, <clears throat> and he went off with this man. Well, you were living in uh, Arizona. Right? Yeah, I decided to live in Arizona for a little again. while. You were out there for a little while, yeah. Um, but you never met him. No. You at the one in Vegas? The the one in Vegas. Is that the same one? No. No, I never met him either. Okay. You were just dudes, you're just hiding. Just shell you that's I wasn't dude. sure who you had met. I don't really I the only thing I met though the really Roscoe's man. Like he was so that, fucking been beautiful. Up, out and about. Yeah, because I'm a big fucking hookup. Like, you know, that's I... All you, that, hey, that's, you know... Yeah, and people think, like, their own their own thoughts about that or whatever. Judging you, bro. For me, that works for my life. I've got my too. friends for conversation. i got my dogs for affection. I've got Grinder for fucking. There you go. Outside of that, it's the gym and comedy, and that's a full day right there. I learned you something add new meals. today, guys. Ty taught me that he he gets on Grinder and then people will post their dick, but they post ugly dicks, right? And he'll take screenshots of the ugly dick and send it to his friends. Ron Vi. And like, oh, you have sent it I to Ron Vi. I don't send it to my friend. Gay uh, friend, friends. Our, our I, homie Ron Vi. Just Ron Vi, yeah. It's the <laughs> one who I... <laughs> That's his fucking... <laughs> I'll show other people. You know, like if they say something stupid, I'll be like, oh, you want to see an ugly dick? I'll That's show you an ugly dick. That's his dick buddy right there. He Not too long ago for... A, the Neapolitan um, dick, he said earlier. Three different colors, dark and then light and then pink. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago for one of my friends, uh, somebody said that we should all send them pictures of assholes. And a couple guys had sent me um, asshole pics on Grinder, and one of them was a real doozy. Is, that, is a doozy good in the gay world? <laughs> is a doozy like a nice, plump? Puckery, glistening with glitter around no, it. No, this one wasn't good doozy. This one was a don't see, maybe you would say. Uh, it looked like it had been punched. And I'm oh, not even joking, repeatedly, like punched. Ooh, like, this podcast went for a mild turn. <laughs> <laughs> I should say mild because, man. <laughs> mild isn't crossing man and wild together. <laughs> it's this <laughs> the it new is. meaning for for mild is man, man and, and wild. wild. <laughs> I had a mild time. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, let me send him this one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. And then he's one of my straight friends, so I apologize to him. And it was, but you know, he was really fun about it because he knows me. I've been in a picture war with you before, bro, and I lose every one of them. <laughs> yeah, I fucking shout out to the people out there that have been in a picture war with Ty Rivera, where you send him a nasty picture, he'll send the the worst shit you've ever seen back. I used to do those for Joe Coy. I would send him one time. I sent him a picture of a guy like fisting someone. Like you could see the guy's elbow inside oh. this guy's asshole. <gasps> And I sent it with the words, uh, have you seen my keys? <laughs> I remember you sent me this black lady, this big fat black lady, and like she was spread eagle and she had a hella hairy puss and it was just <sighs> horrible. Some it of the shit like I've sent. I know. I've, glistening, uh, like, like 
Yeah, I think I blocked a lot of shit out that I sent. I sent out the banana that was in every hole. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was this bitch that was just bananaed out. It was like four bananas or oh, three bananas. It just looked like banana, this weird. banana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just like this weird, like, you know, uh, it looked like the dessert spread gone wrong or like you know like a fruit platter that somebody got too cherries ambitious berries on. <laughs> somebody ordered cherries berries <laughs> oh my god i gotta find it it's it to you or show it to you because it's ridiculous but i've sent out some fucking horrible shit Man. i remember the one one of the first times i did that on twitter when nobody was monitoring twitter like that and I got a bunch of people mad at me, and I was just like, I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, dude. I learned my lesson with that one. I was like, well, you guys didn't have to get so grossed out about it, <laughs> you know? I don't judge you for that stuff, but you guys do uh, throw around some pictures. I mean, straight people throw around pictures, too, but um, you guys are on a whole nother level with that stuff. You yeah. Know? Definitely have been exposed to more. I've seen my share. Reese Berries? Online and in life. Like, I was telling somebody a story. My best friend, Jamel, I was telling him a story about somebody. Uh, <laughs> somebody touched my ass during sex and it scared me. I mean, like, it startled me. Because it was like somebody that was watching. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And so I wasn't expecting them to touch. I was cool with them watching because it was in a public place. You know what I mean? And I was cool with them watching, but I hadn't realized that they had creeped up on me and I wasn't interested in all at all in them touching me and I wasn't attracted to them in any way. You know what I mean? So it's like, cool, if you want to be a creep and watch, we're doing this in public. If we want our privacy, we'd be in a fucking room yeah, or but, something but don't fucking touch me what happened and it after fucking that? startled me you know i just was like <laughs> and i like moved their hand i was like no nah, that's not did were they cool about it yeah they had they to didn't be because you know you me and the other person were yeah pounding it out yeah we were enjoying each other's company so like <laughs> i don't need your help right now we were enjoying each other's company <laughs> <laughs> ew gross you do the worst impression of me. You're I not the, good at it. I do it. the best impression of you. Ah, I don't sound like, sure, I had a busy day today. I went underwear shopping. <laughs> You're not a good friend. I bought two pair of underwear for the price of one. And I you know what that means. <laughs> Double trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be careful underwear shopping in San Francisco because they sell like extra small and they sell like extra, extra small. And sometimes it's really nice to wear extra, extra. Well, because really? then it's like real little fucking just baby chon-chons. little Yeah, <laughs> dude, don't put that on your body, bro. That's that you're gonna. You're going to cut off the circulation. Oh, no. Well, you know, because sometimes I get super small. You forget that. Remember? Like, right now, I'm probably a little fat for me. And mm-hmm. if I'm, like, at 12% body fat, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm um, above 12% body fat. And so that's fat for me. But I've been as low as 7% 
and held it for a good while. And it didn't feel like work holding it. It was just work getting there. Once I got to maintaining it, it was just like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But then, I remember when you were fat. Yeah. You remember, yeah. You remember when I was like 30 or 40 pounds heavier. That was crazy. What? what and happened? I was like a fat frog, huh? Was, was that... Was that the Roscoe time? I had just moved to L.A., yes. And, uh, well, I moved to L.A. Like, it was like two (laughs) years. Did you see Fat Ty Rivera eating Roscoe's? (laughs) Getting that good dick. He loved that dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stored me at Roscoe's. I got the hookup. (laughs) I had everybody feeding me at fucking Roscoe's. I was there every day. Griffin were going to fucking Roscoe's. Yeah, Roscoe's was the fucking... But I had that Roscoe's hookup and that dick was bomb. I'm not even lying. That (laughs) dick was fucking... Hey, dude, that shit. I'm going to talk about that when I'm an old man. That's going to be my dirty story. I tell the youngsters, your granddaddy used to get that dick. (laughs) My boyfriend worked at Roscoe's. That's what I'll be talking about on the porch. You were dead, dude, that you really let yourself go. Yeah, I was fat. Because I've, I've never known you to let yourself go ever. That's just that one small span of but time. But you remember also, I had moved to LA during that time. I was doing more spots than ever. That's when I was working at um, Golden or Black Phoenix Alchemy Lab, the scented oils and perfuming oh, company. Yeah. Um, and remember the way I used to do it was because I was so tired from having to wake up. Uh, I would have you or somebody else knock on my window when it was one comic and then me, because back then you used to sign up for everything. So we'd go sign up, and I'd sign up like number 10 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't have a spot to be at in the meantime, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to take a nap in my car. Please knock on my door when it gets to the comic right before me. And so you would knock on my window. That's when you had the... Um, uh, the Jeep. Jeep. Yeah. Yeah, and I lived in that Jeep for four months when I first got here. Like, a lot of people don't get, like, you know, I fucking weaved through the discrimination that I had to put up with when I was first starting, which was definitely much worse than what anybody's complaining about now. And now that I got to where that doesn't, that's not supposed to be in the way, suddenly people are trying to hit me with the politically correct card. So it's just like a different way of kind of discriminating. You know what I mean? It's the same. It's like, just stay out of my way. I'm a comic writing fucking jokes and trying to make the world funny. When some people aren't finding shit funny at all. I know you threw more cars than dudes you've been with. The Aler- I, but the Alero, do you know you, the Jeep? I, the Jeep, the Alero. And now the Honda. The Honda, yeah. That's three. I only know two dudes. Yeah, you only knew Michael and you knew Ernest, Ernest P. P. World. And you really knew Ernest P. World. That's the worst, most embarrassing part Ernest about it. Ernest P. with the big old D. Yeah, he was <laughs> Ernest P. with the big old D. What did Ernest P. World used to say? Damn, what's his tagline? E. No, no, what else did he say? It was a Vern. Or a hey, hey Vern. Vern. Yeah, it's Hey Vern. What are you doing, Vern? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, this has been a retrospective. Uh, this is your life, Ty Rivera. Oh, it's a one hour. We're at one hour. Yeah. Oh, man. I kind of try to keep it to one hour. That's good. I understand. You know, I try not to burn people out. I don't know if we got to every subject that we could have got to, but I'll have you on the podcast again. We've been friends for 13 years. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going anywhere. 14 in February. Ooh, it 14 is February. Oh, shit. We just hit our anniversary. It's, it's our, our anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> Man, it's amazing. 
That's crazy. Yeah, we got stories. We could tell the fucking crazy ass shit, but we'll save that for another time. I but hate you so much. <laughs> you know what today is? It's our anniversary. <laughs> fucking end it with Tony, Tony, Tony. That's the best.